It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, this is Bill DeMott, and if you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Stro and Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks, you better be listening. Gentlemen, welcome back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, your favorite podcast providers as well. I'm Brady Hicks, and I'm excited to be here with you guys. We got a, a stack lineup and uh, a special treat for you guys toward the end of the show. We're going to have on the total package Lex Luger. We, uh, we recorded the interview earlier today, and it was fantastic. He gave us 30 minutes of his time. Uh, such a great guy, such a great interview. Kathy Fitz, we can thank her for it. How you doing tonight, Kathy? Yeah, I know, a long, long time, right? Yeah, really. I'll tell you what, um, I could get used to recording at 5.30 in the afternoon. It's a lot easier than 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> but... But, but, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, we also have, and, and, and I'm so glad he's here uh, because 
I was under the impression he wasn't going to be. He was under the weather tonight, but he's made a point in checking in with all of us. What's going on, Stro? How you doing, man? Uh, great to be here with you guys. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a great night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to have fun. We, we are going to have fun tonight. I, 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 I got a good feeling about it. I, I do. Uh, we have uh, Matt Grimm with us once again. Matt, what brings you here tonight? Um, self-loathing <laughs> and desperation Just for fair. human connection. Just fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't be Healthy connecting with any humans tonight. No, we will not. <laughs> uh, we won't even be talking about, like, good old humanity. But that won't even factor in. No, we won't. We won't. Nah. I'm only playing. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I mentioned it to, it's a stacked house. Uh, we're bringing them on a little earlier again tonight uh, just because the Lex Luger interview is going to dominate the later part of the show. Uh, we have Howard Morgan with us. Howard, again, God, it's been forever. How are you doing? Yes, it's been a whole three hours since we talked. Man, it's been a long time. How are you? <laughs> Good, good. And I'm I agree. I, I haven't changed. Yeah. I, I like the 530 format much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier. It's, it's easier. easier. <laughs> I suspect. I don't think we're getting a lot of callers at 530, but, uh, you know, I don't know that callers a show make. So, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the number to call in tonight, 914-338-1885. Uh, some interesting stuff. Like I said, the Lex Luger interview uh, that's going to dominate the latter part of the show. In fact, I think what we're going to do is we're going to sign off and then play that for you guys at the end. Uh, it'll allow us to kind of get a little head start toward dead, which will be nice. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, I did see – I mean, there was obviously – there was the report this week about uh, Vince McMahon. Um, WWE kind of denying that Vince McMahon was – really actively involved in the creative process aside from helping out with that one show and just kind of being there on retainer if they need them. I don't know if I believe that. And I also don't know if it's WWE PR working overtime when they make the announcement today that people are excited because after the brand split, it's going to be 100% Triple H's baby with, you know, him basically – resetting the clock and starting at scratch with everybody. I don't know if I believe it, but I really love that idea. If that's really what they're doing, uh, I, I think that's a, a great idea, and I think it's exactly what they need. Uh, just let Triple H begin his own stuff after the draft, which is coming up at the end of April, by the way, about 10 days away, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. I don't believe it necessarily. I, I'm getting mad. I'm guessing you don't believe it. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Howard, I'm guessing you don't believe it. Not a word of it. Stro and Kathy, you guys believe it, right? <laughs> I think somebody's <laughs> got to believe it. <laughs> no. A good faith kind of thing. No. <laughs> Resounding no. I hear you. I hear you. Now, there was some good news for the wrestlers today. I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but WWE, in their infinite wisdom, is allowing them to stream again on Twitch. 
Isn't that nice? You know? Forget the fact that they actually let people go because they didn't want to lose their income from it. They're allowed to Twitch again. Yeah, I think it's Twitch, right? Twitch or Stitch or whatever it's, it's called. I'm, it's, it's I'm getting Twitch, old now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe next they'll let Mandy Rose have her OnlyFans. Be a nice. Girl, I don't know. I I kind of imagine <laughs> that she's not. She's probably making more money for like maybe even at this point still making more money from that than she was wrestling. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. And, and I don't know if you saw Matt, but uh, they're, they're going to be rebooting um, Baywatch. And and the reason that I tie Mandy Rose into that is because there's an online campaign to get her to play a, Pamela Anderson's character on the show. I mean, never mind. That, like, does she want to do this, or is this just some <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Generated nonsense. Like, I think I think oh fan generated God. nonsense. But then she fueled the flame a little bit because she did those like kind of roaming eyes on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like the side glance yeah. kind of stuff. So hey, like maybe. At least I'm sure that's what most of the fans are hoping. So I do miss her on TV for what it's worth. She was a a generational talent who uh, just <laughs> excelled at what she did. <laughs> She uh, she could stretch the best of them, Kathy. <laughs> you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, listen, I have a, I have an appreciation for that kind of stuff. I'm a bit of a hooker myself, so I I, I can appreciate Aww. the submissions. Yeah, just go around stretching people, you know. Kind of like Stu Hart, you know. I got nothing either. That's, that's that's how I ended up here. Uh, 914-338-1885. So we do have a couple callers in the line, and we'll get to you guys in a little bit. Just kind of hang tight. Um, Rat Boy, I, I know that uh, you you probably don't have a lot of time, so I'll get to you shortly, and I'll get you off even quicker. Uh, so just hang tight, <laughs> and we'll do that. Uh, then, with that said, I, I am excited about the WWE draft. Um, just because it always kind of presents like a, a reset with everything, you know? And, and I think that that's good. Uh, it's always exciting to see kind of who's on what roster for the three weeks when they actually follow it. And uh, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, now, here's the cool thing, Howard. Um, I've talked about it many times, and I always kind of thought WWE would be better with, like, a soft brand split, where it's not, like, stated rosters. They just kind of keep people separated month to month, you know? Uh, well, apparently, there's another wrestling company that goes by the name of AEW, and uh, they want to bring in a very popular wrestler. They want to bring him back uh, by the name of CM Punk. And apparently, their idea is, if they keep CM Punk on a secret Saturday roster for their brand-new two-hour show, uh, which, by the way, everybody's excited about another two-hour show, um, I feel like I need more wrestling content, like I need a hole in the head. Um, I don't think that any of these companies utilize the time that they have in an effective way, so I don't want two more hours of wrestling. <laughs> 
I, I, I'm pretty adamant about that. Like something's got to go if I'm watching two more hours of AEW. I'm, I'm at, I'm at the end here. I am. Like literally, if they do that, we'll have pay-per-view Sundays. We'll have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and pay-per-view Saturdays. Literally seven days a week will be wrestling content. I can't do it. It's too much. It's, 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 it's way, it's too, way much. too much. And, and I think what, especially when, when I was watching it younger, you know, I got to watch the the dissolution of the territories and the expansion of the WWF at the time. What really made it special was it really was, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday night, if if there wasn't a Braves game on, and there wasn't a whole lot, you know, prior to Raw coming, there wasn't a whole lot of weekday wrestling that you could watch. So your literally your weekend was involved around, you know, watching what happened and then waiting an entire week to see what you know what was coming next. You know, there was no internet. There was you could pick up the occasional magazine, but how accurate were they sometimes? Right, you right. Know, you know, again, I think less is more. I think, first of all, I think three hours of Raw is is just arduous to get through sometimes, you know, because there's not enough content there to keep me interested for three hours. I, my brain's only so big, and I'll focus on something else if whatever's on TV I'm not interested in. Exactly. And I think shorten exactly. it down, shorten it, go back to where it was, Monday and Friday, and, and you know, the one pay-per-view a month, and I think that will keep us hungry, you know, and, and coming back more often. Uh, Matt, do you realize that there was an entire year where instead of watching Raw, I just read the recaps and instead dedicated every Monday night to rewatching Dawson's Creek from beginning to end? And I was so happy that year. It was, was a great say, year. I probably had a better time. I did. I did. I would choose Katie Holmes over uh, Sting any day of the week. Who wouldn't? Well, so, sorry, Sting. <laughs> no disrespect to Sting. <laughs> I'm sure she's a bit of a stretcher herself, so it's okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I was hacked. Uh, anyway, so that that's that's where we are tonight. That's where we are. Yeah, too much wrestling. Entirely too much. Uh, AEW, I realize that they're trying to build as big of a roster as possible. And I, 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 I can even understand their desire to have CM Punk back, even though, like, I don't agree with it. I think it's a mistake. Um, by everybody that I've talked to and everything that I've read, there are very few people in that locker room that want CM Punk there. That's but if they're going to do it... I read a lot yeah. of articles where a lot of guys won't work with him. Right. So what's the point? I guess they're going to use Chris Jericho, who agreed he will, and a bunch of other people that that haven't been stung. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I, I don't see – if they bring CM Punk back – I don't see them wasting him on a Saturday night show that no one's going to watch, a third show. Um, I think he'll be on Dynamite. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'd be all right with that. I mean, uh, honestly, I, I, I don't too. mind Rampage. Like, I, I, I don't mind Rampage. It's only an hour. It's very digestible. It's kind of formatted that there's only three matches and a Mark Henry segment. I'm okay with that because, like, I can kind of follow along and know exactly where I am and exactly how much time I have left, you know? Dynamite, yeah. to me, feels like raw. I understand the quality of wrestling is a little bit better, and the matches are a little bit longer, and that's great, you know. But it just it just feels to me like their roster is so big that they're not adequately making use of all the talent that they have. And I mean, I I could get into a whole thing about my opinions of what I think they should do with their roster, but yeah, I mean, I think they have too many people for the amount of television. They've got three hours of television per week. Right, and even I mean, and their roster is way too big to to get everybody on. Not for nothing, but not for nothing. But I watched Ring of Honor this week. I watched the first episode of Ring of Honor since AEW bought it. And do you know how long that show was, Matt? Which, by the way, still features a lot of AEW talent. How long? It it was an hour and a half. Mm, okay. With limited commercial interruption. So they have four and a half hours, and they're about to go to six and a half. WWE has nine. Impact 2, New Japan 1, Women of Wrestling, if you watch that. I, I do watch that. I probably have to phase that out. That's one. It's a lot of wrestling. Kathy, that's a lot of work not getting done during the work day. I'm only kidding if my boss is listening. Oh, I that's only good. Kidding. See, that's yeah. why I, just, yeah. why I don't have to watch it. Yeah. I really should just make better use of these wrestling websites because their rumors are usually crap, but they're, at least their recaps are usually right. Yeah. Yeah, I... I, uh, I get it recorded uh, through Hulu, and then I watch it. At my, I watch three hours of Raw in, in about an hour and five minutes. And leisure. that's great. Yeah, now they are cutting certain stuff out. As long as you're okay oh, yeah. with, like, them choosing what they're eliminating, you know? Like, what I'll do is I'll DVR it, and I'll just fast forward through certain parts. That allows me to get through it in about an hour 45 to two. 
which is really what I think Raw should be anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You know, I, I I wanted to call BS earlier, Kathy, when we were talking to Lex Luger, and he said that he loves watching WWE. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> watching some of it and, and finding enjoyment in some of it, but, man, don't tell me. When you grew up with the 80s wrestling, you, you came up in the business with the – first it was, you know, Florida and Georgia and the Carolinas. Then it was WCW in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Then WWF and then back to WCW at the height of the Monday Night Wars. Man, I don't see how you could get excited about wrestling as it is right now. And granted, it's not as bad as it was a couple years ago. But that, by and large, there's, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And in his defense, he didn't say how much of the WWE he watched. He just said he liked watching it. He could be watching five minutes of it and absolutely love it. Yeah. And I'll give him that. He could be five watching the WWE Network. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, I asked him who he'd like to wrestle today, and he says Randy Orton. Well, Randy Orton hasn't been around in a year. So... <laughs> Well, not quite a year. Almost a year. He's been Almost there, a year. So. Almost a year, yeah. Because it was like, it wasn't like May or June when they were building him for SummerSlam and then he got hurt? I think so. We're coming up on it. We're coming up on it. Um, let, let's go to the phones. I'm going to bring on Ratboy, who's been touring Florida for the last week. I saw he was at the Performance Center, I guess it was yesterday, but nobody reported for work, or, or they barricaded themselves inside and turned off turned off the lights, or something, something like that. What's going on, Ratboy? Man, I was there, I was there at the front door, and guess what, it was shut down, it was closed for business, they said. Did you try smearing poop on the door like that other guy? No, no. Okay. No. All right. That I wasn't telling you Sunday. Sunday. Just... But, but last oh, night. Oh, you did that on Sunday? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last night, okay, <laughs> I was there. I shook, shook his hand. And okay. I shook Stone Cold Steve Austin's hand because he was there. Too. Are you sure that the was Steve Austin? Austin? That just looked like a bald guy. That was Steve Austin. I don't know that if I Steve Austin sent me a green shirt. Did you get a picture and I'll of tell him? You, well, they got, there was no, uh, Paul Cohen got on the mic before before everything started, saying there's no picture taken, none, there ain't no meet and greet. Come yeah. in and sing a song, and that's it. Right, Kathy, I, 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 this will only resonate with you, but the guy that he's claiming was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Looks more like Greg Spitz than than Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was just a bald guy. <laughs> yeah, but but Paul Cogan loved what I shown last night. He said, "You better sing it. You better uh-huh. mean it." And I got wild thing. And, okay. and I got into the, I got into the top ten, and and I and it was a standing ovation. Now, when you did wild thing, did you do something like an animal to act like you were actually wild? Like bite somebody? Uh, or? A little bit, a little bit, but Hulk Hogan loved it. A little bit, it. okay. And, uh, a little bit. All right. and 
and I got to stay in location. A couple fans asked me to come on back. One now, more by time standing ovation, do you mean like somebody clapped? Yeah, they were all clapping for me. Okay. And Hulk Hogan right. said, so you better sing it if you really mean it. And after that, I, just got, more t- I, I, I got about 10 minutes, 10 minutes behind the curtain talking to Hulk Hogan before he left. Okay. And, and That's I, a couple and more I tales him, than uh, Brothers Grimm. Oh, I like it. I'm, 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 I like it. I like to get, get, get a picture of me and you. He <laughs> said, when I come up to Jersey, and he's feeling a little bit better because he was limping last night, you know. Wait, you couldn't get a picture with Hulk Hogan because he's going to get it when you come back to Jersey? Yeah, he told me He told, he told me uh, next time I, I come <laughs> up to Jersey, he would, he would give me a free picture of me and him together. Okay. I don't believe that uh, one. He does remember me when we done that um that thing with all of us together, me, Kathy, and the shoulder. Remember that? The Virgil and all? The, the day mm-hmm. that he saw me? Yeah, there's the rest of that. He went yeah. like this. I remember you now. You were going yellow that, that night. I said, yep. And I showed him the picture. Okay. Was, Did you see Jimmy you know, Hart? Jimmy Hart wasn't there. Okay. I met Nick. I met his son, Nick. Nick okay. liked me. <laughs> you know, he asked me to come back. You didn't get in the car with him, did you? No. Okay, good. But, uh, I tell you what, I had a All good right. time, you know? And, uh, well, make sure you stay safe. Tomorrow, t- tomorrow, sometime after 12, we'll be heading out of Florida, up to 95. Okay. Coming home, and I now, think I will be home Now, if you see the spot along 95 that you like, are you just going to stay there? Yeah. Like, let's say you just, like, right. stop in, like, the swamps of, like, South Carolina or something. Well, you got, you're going to, uh, leave here. You're going to try to get into Georgia somewhere and, and, and find a place to stay overnight. Then what do you mean trying to get into Georgia? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, you're going to sneak across the border? Yes, yes. <laughs> Try to get in his you jersey, you know? You're going to go in the back know? of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're going to hide him uh, in an ice cream truck. Well, right. got, everybody, everybody up, up there, okay? I'm going to say yeah. one thing. Everybody up there, okay? Saying that. Mm-hmm. I, I call him up. Oh, rat. Yeah, he's around down there. I said, I'm not in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale's flooded. I'm in Orlando. Orlando's beautiful, sunny, no, no floods. I'm okay still. Okay. I'm, I'm safe and sound with my cousin. I'm visiting family down here. Tomorrow I got to meet I my... I can't believe uh, your family's going to bring you back. Yeah. Put it this way. I'll be home for my birthday. That's my birthday present. Okay. Coming home on my birthday. <laughs> okay. You know, Sounds like it's and, a birthday present for everybody. Yeah, because I'm back in town. How was Disney World? Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Savaka. Okay. I should have given you Alexa Bliss's address. You could have gone there. Oh, you should have. I'm not going to go. Hey, Alexa, how you doing, baby? (laughs) I am not booing. Brady Hicks set me down here. The cops caught on him. (laughs) 
set me down here. <laughs> no, no, oh, I was in the, I'm going to tell you a little story real quick. I, I was in there uh, with Shabaka. Real okay? quick. Yeah. Real quick. Ten people, right, behind me, okay? Mm-hmm. I was the first one in there. The lady mm-hmm. pushed me off to the side. Everybody mm-hmm. else went ahead of me, right? Mm-hmm. I took pictures of Shabaka, right? And the lady mm-hmm. said, wait a minute. Shabaka, you got to tell me something. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca, Chewbacca went like this. Are you rap boy? I said yes. So you're from uh, the Philadelphia area? I said yes. I know you. Tell me it was Southern Chewbacca, Justice in a mask. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know who it is. They, they know me. Southern Enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know me. They know me. I doubt. You know, I just, it, it was it was crazy. You I know, anything. What is it that everybody's got to come down here to Disney World? You know, your dream will come true. My dream came true. You know, and I love it. I don't want to leave. What I was mean, your dream that came true? Because my experience with Florida is usually horrible. Everything. I know. Been down to Florida. It's my first time being in Florida. First time being in Disney World. And plus, I was wearing my birthday hat, okay? People okay. people, people in the park, people that work there, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. It's not even my birthday yet. Gotcha. You know? Anything and else? It, 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 people are just too funny down here in Florida. You know? Did you see and, any alligators? Yeah. No alligators, but I came across a peacock. Came across a me. peacock. Okay. Today. Okay. Today. But no alligators yet. Did you pet it? I only see one. Did you pet no, the peacock? Pet, no, no. I just okay. took pictures of it. All right. It. What is it? What is it? Well, you, you know, Did it know its plumage? Okay. All the way up north. Put it this way. Yeah. I only see not one alligator yet. And they say there's okay. yeah, a whole bunch of alligators walking around. I didn't see one yet. Well, you got to go swimming right to now, find them, probably. Right now, I'm outside walking around, and I don't see no alligators. Well, they they might see you, though. Yeah, they're probably running the other way. You know? All but right, I brother. Well, glad you're having a good time. Yeah, but I did miss Raw for the last two weeks. You know, SmackDown for the last two weeks. You know. It's okay. And, you didn't miss much. And now I have to face Now, there's rumors going around in the family saying that I'm the richest man down here now. Because I'm in Florida. Hanging mm. out with rich people. Okay. But I, I want to tell well, you everything. I, I want to tell everybody right now, I really put my name back on the map. So everybody loves me in more cold and beat now. Do you think about staying down there? Uh, I'd love to say, you know, to move down here. Right now, mm-hmm. I got to go back to Jersey, take care of my mom and dad. And after those folks pass away, then I have to decide if I'm, if I want to move down here or not. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, Sounds but, like it was a good vacation. 
talking if he's 59 that means that he was my age when i met him this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wow. How does that make you feel? <laughs> like crap. <laughs> yeah. I feel like crap. <laughs> I'm only playing rap play. I'm only playing. But nothing but great. Nothing but great. So I don't know, what are you guys thinking? Like, if CM Punk comes back, right? Is it going to, like, destroy the whole locker room? Or are, like, the reporters just blowing this way out of proportion? I feel like everything I read says that, like, nobody there likes him except for Tony Khan and Dax Harwood. So it's not even it's not even cash. It's just Dax. I, I don't even know. I just I know that Dax is the one that's done a couple interviews now where he kind of stood up for him, you know? I just, I don't know. I mean, you know, Punk is supposed, and, and all of this is supposedly, has supposedly attached to it, but he's supposedly insisting that he can make this work and everything, but, like, the guy's history just indicates that like, this is just a problem every time. He's the Terrell Owens yeah. of professional wrestling. Yeah, he is. He is. And aside from, like, a couple, like, really good crowds in Chicago... I don't see him being over to the extent that he ever has been in the past. I just don't, because I think people are kind of fed up with it. Yeah. You know, I... If he came back, if I were Tony Khan, 
CM Punk would be brought back only in a role to help make other stars. I it wouldn't be a position where I'm positioning the company yeah, around him again to let yeah. me down. Yeah, no, he's got to be like you remember like a couple years ago when they started using Brock to like make other stars like Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Before that, he was practically unbeatable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I think you got to use not that he's Brock Lesnar, but I think you got to use him more in that fashion. You know, he should be putting over everybody and making them look as good as possible, which Punk is actually really good at. I mean, he's a decent wrestler. He knows how to tell a story. Um, I think Tony Khan's problem was he kept putting him over, and Punk wasn't really, like, a team player with it. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, the whole situation, and the, the, the stupid social media posts from a few weeks ago certainly did not help any of this. No. No. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. And like, so I know you're a big fan of Goldberg, but I, I draw a lot of, like, parallels with that. Like, Goldberg comes in, it's like he wants to be, like, the center of everything, it feels like. Um, maybe I'm just buying into a character or something like that, but, like, that's how it feels to me. Like, CM Punk almost feels like he's bigger than, like, the whole thing. And and now the word is that CM Punk and Goldberg both are wanting to come to AEW. So, uh, that'll be good if they could do business. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe we could just do like a jackhammer match where they just keep jackhammering each other until one's unconscious. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Punk I, could I don't know. Now I know. Punk would be unconscious from trying to jackhammer. And, <laughs> but I, I saw like I saw like this week that Goldberg was complaining because Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon promised him a four-show retirement tour. And obviously they didn't do that. Um, I don't. I mean, look, Vince McMahon and his handshake deals. If you're going to deal with Vince McMahon and you want anything out of him, you better have that in writing in a contract. Like, I'm just thinking, like, who gets a four-show retirement deal? Like, who does that? I mean, yeah. Like, like, like Edge has done a lot more for the company than Goldberg ever did. And he's just basically just like, yeah, he's going to get, like, the date in Toronto, and then he's done. Yep. Yeah. That'll be the end. That'll be the end. That'll be the end. <sighs> Let's go to Tora. See what's going on for her. What's up, Tora? What's How'd up? your surgery go? How'd your surgery go? Great. It went great. It went great. Was it was it fun? No. Um, no. Okay. No. What's what's up? Um, my Facebook page had got hacked, so I got another Facebook page. It's the same picture with me and my daughter, and a picture with my mom and my brother. Tori, you have like 20 profiles with those pictures. More than 20. 
Yeah, you do. Like, <laughs> literally, like, for a while there, I was getting a Torah invite, like, every day. I know. <laughs> Somebody keep going after me trying to find me on Facebook. It's Dustin, isn't it? It's Dustin. He's hacking you. Yeah. And another thing. He's looking for um, a new account to become Jiffy Bella again. Yeah. Yeah, it's Dustin. Yeah, I Wait, lost you lost mom. your mom? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. What yeah, happened? She passed away last week in a nursing home. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah. You all right? You all right? No, I'm not myself. I haven't been myself for a week. I had yeah. told him that yeah. something was going on. Well, what was wrong with her? She had kidney dialysis. Okay. She had a heart attack. Oh, jeez. And um, she had a shingles. Shingles. They moved her from Missouri Baptist Hospital to Chicago, you know, Illinois. I, wow. You know, we had a family friend. He's 102 years old, and he's got shingles in his eye. Hmm. And I was saying, at 102 years old, like, I feel like you don't got a whole lot to live for. When you get shingles in the eye, I feel like it's probably about time to tap out. Yeah, I'm sorry about your mom. Yeah. Yeah, I will keep you posted on the funeral and everything. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, uh, okay. Please, yeah, please put it, let us know when the funeral is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I glad your surgery mom. went okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it did yeah. too. Is tomorrow be one week that I had recovered? Mm-hmm. Uh. I haven't even had a drink for like a week. You haven't had a drink in a week? Is that no. good? Yeah. Well, maybe you should be drinking. Oh, you I'm mean alcohol? That. Yeah. You mean alcohol? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, I I had I had surgery once. I had the funniest surgeon. You know that? He was Mm-mm. telling all kinds of jokes, Torah. Yep. He had me in stitches. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I'm just so glad hey. and so happy that I got this surgery out of the way. And now I have yeah. to stay focused on getting my mom's body transferred to Chicago to Missouri to send her to yeah. North County. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. So that she can be buried. Yeah. She was Is your dad still around? Yeah, my dad's still around. He lives in Kansas City. Kansas City, okay. All right. So hopefully he'll be able to help you out too, right? Uh, I don't know about that. We okay. got a GoFundMe page. Oh, okay. It's on my page. 
a GoFundMe page in your page. Okay. All right. Yeah. Feel free to donate. Well, we'll pr- I, I'll, I'll think about donating, but what I'll definitely do is thoughts and prayers. I'm really good at that. Yeah. I yeah. really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. Y'all yeah, have been my best friends for a long time. Uh, I'm and very I sorry to y'all. hear that. Love you, yeah. too. Love you, too. Yep. Yeah. As Tony Danza would say, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Mona. Yeah. Hi, Stro. Yep. Hi, Stro. Hi, Thor. Stro, who? There he is. Okay. How's my boo-boo doing? Yeah, we're keeping together. I hope, I hope, I hope you yeah. feel better. Yeah. You know, y'all are so That's amazing cool. to me. You got pretty low standards. I am so blessed to have y'all in my life. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. If you only knew. Yeah. What a mess I am. Yeah. All right, Tora. Hey, we're going to have Lex Luger on the show in a little bit. Oh, Okay. Yep. Yep. He'll be wow. on a little less than an hour now. Probably about 45 minutes. Maybe less. Ooh. Yeah. Tell him I say hello. We, you know, Kathy and I, what we call him, we call him Sexy Lexi. That's what <laughs> Kathy and I call him. <laughs> all right, Tori. Mm-hmm. So I'll be saying a prayer for you, and, uh, you know, we'll... uh. We'll check out that page. Yeah. Love Thank you. Thank you. Love you too. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Yeah, there was like a show we had a couple years ago where like every caller had bad news. It was horrible. It was like, you know, whose parent died, whose dog died, who lost their job. And it was like one after another after another. And oh. I didn't know how. I can't handle when one person has bad news. Right. Right. Horrible. It's everybody. Yeah. It's horrible. Because, I mean, all I want to do is make jokes, and jokes aren't always appropriate, apparently. So. Yeah. Well, we got one more caller. This won't take very long. What's going on, Patty? I was just hanging out. That's the same thing. Relaxing. <laughs> That's nice. Just taking That's it nice. easy. What kind of stuff? What what kind of stuff do you do when you're relaxing? Like my mom and I will do puzzles. Um, my mom loves puzzles. Well, watch TV, listen to the radio. That's fun. Maybe hang out with the family. Listen to nonsense like me. Yeah, listen to what how their day went. (laughs) Yeah. Just how'd your day go? How'd your day go? Mine's been mine's been going great. (laughs) Good. Good. I feel so relaxed. I'm going to be relaxed in about an hour when I'm asleep. Yeah. 
Yep, That's yep. the best time of the day. Oh, it is. Get a good night's sleep. sleep could last forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, Patty. Yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. Mm-hmm. You excited for Lex like Luger interview? Huh? We're going to have Lex Luger on the show in a little bit. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> Pretty exciting. He's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually used to, used to help him with his bodybuilding. Mm. He reached a point where, like, he just couldn't gain any more muscle mass, and I really helped him work through it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting to meet Paul Lorndorf uh, back when I was younger. That's exciting. It was at a school event that they was having, and he just happened yeah. to set it for it. Did he have the bowl cut? Yeah. He used to have, like, that haircut that looked like the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Good deal, Patty. Well, I hope you have a relaxing evening. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Me too. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Love you. Bye, Pad. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to take that commercial break because I'm overdue for that. And on the other side, uh, you know, we'll kind of get the discussion going a little bit. And like I said, we got Lex Luger coming up in a little bit as well. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. We'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, this is the Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast. And I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet, as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page, where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. 
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. We're still after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valley? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, if you rules, as I always understood and wanted to use the title, could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast platform. Brady Hicks here. Uh, I've got with me, wow, the colors keep coming, which is awesome. Uh, I've got with me uh, Matt Grimm for a little while longer. I've got... Howard Morgan with us. Uh, Stro dropped out. He really wasn't feeling well. So uh, that's kind of where we are. And in a very short bit, we're actually going to have Lex Luger be calling in as well. So that will be a lot of fun. What we're going to do is it's a pre-recorded interview, so we will um, we'll finish up the show, and then at the end we're going to tack on the Lex Luger interview. He gave us about 30 minutes, and it was absolutely amazing. So uh, if you guys want to call in, join the conversation tonight. 914-338-1885. And it's funny, Matt, I say pre-recorded, and three of the callers just drop right out, I'm sure, because they thought they were going to be able to talk to Lex Luger. Uh, but that's fine. We're we're weeding them out, so it's it's all good. Um, normally, I would ask Stro what he has going on this week. Uh, actually, Stro is back. Hey, Stro, what do you got Hi. going on this week, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Um, no, you're not feeling uh, just, well. Uh, WCW Retro this uh, Thursday night, 19 Eastern Standard Time. So uh, feel free to join in. Uh, open wrestling discussion should be a good time. So Open uh, wrestling discussion. Nice. Nice. Very good. Very, very, very good. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Dustin right now. Then we're going to wrap up this conversation. Then we're going to do Lex Luger in that order. <clears throat> From least to most important. What's going on, Dustin? How you doing, bro? How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Are you going to Puerto Rico for backlash? No. I got some, I got some news to tell you. Okay. It's about, it's about Tora. I know about her mom. Oh, you do? Okay, I was wondering if you didn't know. Yeah, she told us. Yeah, she told us. Oh. It's sad. Okay. Yeah. I was it's like, sad. man. Yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been a hard time. It's been hard for her to deal with it. It's been hard for us, too, because, like, you know, it's just like one bad news thing after another, you know? And I noticed they had the last time on Raw. Finally, Rollins is back on TV after being off TV for two weeks. Yeah. Did you see he's selling Tyler Black t-shirts from, like, his uh-huh. Ring of Honor days? Yeah. I would buy, it's, just, it's Tyler effing Tyler Black is the shirt. So I, I wouldn't well, wear that because... Well, it's, it's on his uh, the Black Raver, uh, his wrestling school's website, the merchandise website. Right, exactly, yeah. And I know somebody that's training there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, our good friend Kaya McKenna was training there. 
Yeah, I see them on social media. That's who they're um, training. Yep. Yep. So, um, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not very positive about backlash. You know. What do you mean? Like you don't you don't like it, or you're not going to go? No, I just don't think it's going to be. Uh, honestly, if Cody Rhodes ain't going to beat Brock Lesnar, they're going to have something where Cody Rhodes loses to Lesnar. I think I think Cody's going to win. I don't know. You know, yikes! Uh, that, that 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 match is very difficult. <laughs> Did you say yikes? <laughs> yikes! <laughs> yikes! <laughs> I did hear that I think Rhea's supposed to be facing Selena Vega at Backway. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they immediately inserted her into like a meaningless feud for the show. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, and stuff is yeah. You do that, not want her that, having back-to-back shows. Where she's the best match. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, yeah. uh, I did hear that they're going to have Rey Mysterio versus Don Mysterio in a hair versus mask match. I heard it's being planned. Yeah, but what I heard was going to happen is if um, if Rey wins, then he has to grow his hair in. And if Dominic wins, he has to start wearing a mask. Uh, no. No, if, if Rey loses, he's <laughs> That's how to I understand but if Dominic loses, he's got to shave his head. I don't so, know. That doesn't sound well. Obviously, obviously, the Judgment Day would get involved and help Dominic win, and then Raven would take his mask off. That'd be funny if he took his mask off and he had another mask on underneath. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Like he did that one year with Batista. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Hey, did you hear who we're going to have on the show? Lex Luger. Lex Luger. Um, How was that interview? Like you said, it's pre-recorded. Yeah, we we recorded it earlier. It was really good. It was really good. So uh, About a half an hour. Man, that that was great that that y'all got to do that. You know, he's like one of the greatest. Lex is the man. Lex is the man. Lex yeah. is the man. Yeah, as I said. Yeah, he's one of the greatest Sexy Lexi, home. Kathy calls him. Yep. So, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh... How's your, how's your 2K coming? Are, are, have you booked any good matches? No, I'm waiting to get the new, the, the, the new version of the game. I'm saving up some money for that. The nude version? And well, the 2000 points, the one that just come out, I don't have yet. Oh, I think you said the nude version. No, like where all no, naked. I, no, I, okay. No, I'm still waiting on to get the the, the, the the most recent game to come out, and let's just put some money back for it. I got you. Well, the deluxe the, the deluxe edition is like 120 dollars. So. Okay. Twenty dollars for a video game. It's got all the. It comes with all the. All unbelievable. The, all the the uh, exclusive content. It comes with a season pass where you get unlock all the all the I, characters are not I in the because I don't pay that much for a console. 
Well, Brady, the thing is, the thing is, you got to have the season pass to get Bron Breaker, uh, Andy Hardwell, and a few others that are not in the game. You have to get the season pass to unlock them. So I can pay sixty and not get Bron Breaker and Andy Hartwell. Basically, I could live with that. Well, I'd rather pay one hundred twenty because I'm getting all the content. Yeah, but do you use all the content? I guess you're booking the biggest shows. Basically, I gotta have all the characters. Basically, and what they're doing with Bron yeah. Breaker now, him him turning heel, man, that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that Cedric, uh, not Cedric, I'm glad that, um, God, what's the guy called? Pamela Hayes. I'm glad he has the belt, you know? He's uh, uh, yeah, he's not, really good in that spot. Yes. Well, I know you he's don't like him. The, Obviously, no, yeah, you don't like that. him. No, I oh, I thought you said you on, didn't. No, okay. I said I was right. big on Braun Breaker. Uh, I got you. Yeah, he's just like a Goldberg with hair, kind of. <laughs> little yeah, smarter. Um, little smarter. And, and, no, I shouldn't uh, say that. I don't know, Bill. I don't know. Bill. I'm concerned. I'm concerned what they're going to do with Drew McIntyre. Like honestly, that situation's not looking good. Like he, I don't know what they're going to do. I think he may leave when his contract's up. I hope he goes to Impact. That's my favorite wrestling show. Well, you know what, Brady? I'm so excited because I'm glad Steve Malcolm won the won the uh, the men's title and Daily Deanna Preston won the women's title. I told you when you asked me. Wasn't it you who asked me? Yeah, but somebody asked, asked me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'm glad to see both. You know they're married in real life, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so they're like a power couple. Man, that's very yeah. I've been a big fan of Steve Macklin, you know. Like he's worked really, really, really hard. He's improved a lot since he got released from WWE. Yeah. So, and he's also he's also a a war a, a war veteran. So basically, and uh, he did they did several tours in, in Afghanistan. So he, you know, I'm I'm glad they got someone like that as champion. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. For yeah, sure. um, that, the Miz and Rawls match last night was 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 awesome. I was hoping the Miz would have stomped Seth Rollins once. Yeah, I bet, uh, Brady. I bet you're not very big on Big Bad Bunny being around. You know, I bet you're not big on celebrities yeah. and wrestling. I, I mean, I don't mind celebrities, but I don't understand why Bad Bunny is a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> You know where it's headed? It's going to be, it's going to be uh, Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio versus Damian Priest and Don Mysterio at Backlash. Ah. Well, the sooner they do it, the sooner they'll be done. Yeah, then it's going to lead to the, the, the to the match where the speed's going to end, the hair versus mass match, where Dominic wins and goes and they move on. Yeah. You know. Sounds good. Yeah, I did. I did hear that Becky has a foot as as a foot injury. Apparently, apparently it's gotten worse. Apparently, she's probably going to be out a few weeks. Apparently. That's what apparently, I've been hearing. Yeah. That she missed a few weeks because of because of a foot injury. Mhm. Mm but she'll come back though. 
That's why they lost the tag title, I think. How about, how about Trish, though? Are you excited about Trish being a bad girl? No, I'm not. I like Trish as a bad girl. She's a good bad I girl. I was kind of upset about that. I love Trish as that. a bad girl. I was upset about that. I really was. You wanted her to be a good girl? Well, you know, I just didn't expect it to, to happen in that moment. I figured they would have waited uh, like another month before, before they did, had, her, had her turn. No, when you're a bad girl, you're a bad girl. When you're a bad girl, it does takes no time at all. Well, you know. You'd be really bad. You know. They're going to do a paddle on a pole match, Dustin. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. I hope, I hope not. And, and, you know. I, missed, and I, I was hacked. I'm, I'm concerned about another, another superstar on the roster, Bailey. Like. Apparently, I heard that she was really first, really upset with creative stuff. Apparently, she was talking about asking for her release to leave. What if Bailey like went away long enough to grow her side ponytail back? Um, I heard this information on Dax, Dax Hardwood's uh, podcast. He's talking about it because he's friends with Bailey and talking about how she was told him that that she was a uh, very unhappy with the the, the current credit situation, and uh, she was talking about wanting to leave the company. She's a bad girl too. I wouldn't mind seeing her go to AEW. You know. Yeah, what group do you think they'd put her in? Like what gang? I guess in with Honestly, Paige probably. She'd probably go in the gang with Paige. No, I think that would, I think they would put her with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. So. Really? Yeah, basically. Okay. Anything and, else? Um, you, well, you know, um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. I'm trying to think about something. Um, oh yeah, wrong, I heard that they said that Roman Reigns is not going to be a backlash or Money in the Bank. This next title defense will be probably, probably be. Uh, Probably will be uh, SummerSlam. Okay. And I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, we kind of said that a couple weeks ago. I mean, I, I expect he'll take some time off. He'll probably still be on TV. But, yeah, no, he isn't good for more than a couple matches a year anyway now at this point. And the big so. tag team title match on not one of the drafts. Owens and Zayn versus the Usos tag team title rematch, which and I think the Usos are going to win the belts back. A lot of people are saying that, especially since um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens can't go to Saudi Arabia. Man, I hope not. I'm, I'm uh, I, I expect. Kevin. I I don't think they would force the titles off them. I think they would just not have a tag title match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Fine. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, well see. you know, it's going to be a banger either way, you know. It will be a banger. Well, I'll talk to you later next week. It will week. be I'll a banger. <laughs> see you, brother. All right, bye. Bye. I think that's the first time he I outlasted him. Usually he's hanging up on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he brought up a lot there. 
But I think yes, I did. Yes, did. Yeah. Anything, Howard, that we should talk about before we kind of put on this interview? Get out of here. No, I, I think we I think we've covered enough ground for for one night. I think so too. I think so too. Um, Cheryl, what do you got going on again? I know you open forum Thursday. You said right. Yeah, WCW Retro, nice and easy standard time. VSNation.com. All right, there you go. And uh, for my part, ECWA High Stakes, it's May 20th, 7 p.m. at the Jersey Dugout, Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. We'll get into the card. Uh, we got a little bit more than a month to go before that show, so uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, but everybody... Thank you for all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Uh, thank you for all the support. And I hope everybody truly enjoys Lex Luger. We're going to do that right now. Have a good week, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, vocnation.com, and your favorite podcast platforms. And we have a very special guest, as promised. I can't wait to talk to him. We are all so excited to have him back on the air with us. The one, the only, the total package, Lex Luger. Lex, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Woo-woo. I'm doing great, man. Great to be back with you. How you all doing? Uh, it's, I, listen, it, it's always a good day, especially when we get to talk to a legend like you. Uh, it, it has been an absolute yeah. ride for sure. Um, you know, it's funny, Lex, because I was just watching that documentary on A&E. Uh, WWE aired it, uh, I guess it was late last year. Uh, what an amazing job they did, I thought, kind of looking back on your career. I was kind of surprised to see you were a subject with that. How, how did that make you feel to kind of be profiled again by WWE? Oh, they did a great job. I do a lot, still do quite a bit of work with them as part of their ambassador program, which is an incredible program where they utilize us still with the company. So, uh had a relationship with them as, uh, that was actually supposed to be the icons package on Peacock, but A and E, I guess, from what I heard, got such huge ratings with the wrestling profiles on A and E the yeah. season before that they wanted to buy all the content they could, and now they're just cranking out a bunch of great episodes and a lot of the guys from uh, all different eras, but especially our era. So it's fun to watch. They're doing a great job with them. I know for a little while there, it kind of felt like WWE was not going to use you in any kind of capacity after everything that went down. Uh, what's it like to be, kind of be back with the company after all these years? Oh, it feels great. They welcomed me back in the family. Feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've been wonderful. Awesome. I've actually been back with them almost 10 years now. Wow. Okay. So, it's been a while, man. But I, now, if you had kind told of me 20 years ago that I'd be back mm-hmm. with WD, I would have told you you're out of your mind. So it's been <laughs> wonderful. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And you sound like you're so happy, which is just uh, – that's just awesome. It, it seems like you've uh, really kind of – I, I want to say turn the page. That isn't really the right way to put it. But you definitely seem like you're in such a great place right now, Lex. We do, man. We We move forward, right? We keep on Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, well, turn uh, the page for... is good. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, for the sure. windshield's a lot bigger. The windshield, one of my mentors told me, 
Lex is a lot bigger than the rear view mirror, so try to stay out of that rear view mirror. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which, as, That's as you great. know, for my AD special, I try to stay out of the rear view mirror as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wouldn't for be doing sure. my job if I didn't. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't at least talk a little bit about the rearview mirror there. Oh, uh, no, I, for I'm, years. A, I'm totally open book and all that, yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. I mean, for years, you were the guy, you know. For years, for me as a fan, and correct me if I'm wrong, it always felt like you were being groomed to be that next Hulk Hogan type for years. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a lot of pressure on you, lot. or is that, something, is that just something that I perceived? I never felt any pressure. I never wanted to be or ever thought I could be another Hulk Hogan. There was only one Hulk Hogan, red and yellow, say your prayers, take your vitamins, 24 inch five pounds. He was, man, he was just enormous. I never felt pressure. My personality was different. My character was different. Um, yeah, only similarities we had was we were, you know, the, the, the type of wrestler that, was popular in that era where the bigger, more muscular guys. I love now that we have all different male, female, different body types, everything. Uh, it's just spectacular wrestling. But in my era, that for a while there, I came in just at the right time. The window for that kind of myself and warrior and, and Hogan goes in that character, but the real warriors, Rick Rudy, if you can go through the list of guys with, you know, height and size and a good body, you know. So um, definitely the timing was right from the door was open. I was in the mix with all the top guys. I got to wrestle probably virtually every top guy in my yeah. era. I had the pleasure of working with. So I was in the mix, but I never felt like I was being groomed to be the guy. I mean, if I if I was, I wouldn't have complained. But <laughs> I never felt that I never felt like I was being groomed to be that or that I was uh, had to be that. I, I, I just loved being in the mix as one of the top guys and main event pay-per-views and all that kind of stuff throughout my basically my whole 15-year career. So I'm, I'm, when I look back, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm thrilled with how my career went. Well, I mean, if you kind of look back on it, you were in the ring with all the greats. Uh, first of all, Hulk Hogan, obviously, you're 1-0 in title mm-hmm. matches with him, which is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. But, you know, Ric Flair, Sting, Bret Hart, Kurt Hennig, just about anybody you could think of. Does anybody stand out at you as, like, a favorite opponent over the years? Well, probably Ric Flair, uh, only, not only because um, one of the best ever, for sure, if not the best, in the ring. But I had probably, I'm, I'm being conservative, maybe three to 500 matches with him. Wow. So yeah. A lot of matches with Rick, kind of house shows. So um, we were so familiar, and it was so fun to work with Rick because of his obvious talents. That uh, probably, probably Rick would be my most familiar and my favorite. But the rest of the guys, it would be hard to say. I always think I loved working with Brad, but I, all the top guys were great to work with. That's why they, that's why the most of them all were top guys. So. Um, as we say. So, yeah, I, it'd be hard to pick other than Rick uh, as a real favorite. Yokozuna was great to work with. I loved working with Yokozuna. He was one of the best. Oh, I heard that about ever. him. Yeah. And a great guy. I, I heard that. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and no flinching when he's about to... <laughs> and no flinching when he's about to land on you? <laughs> oh, yeah. He dropped a leg oh, on yeah. me. The only time... 
I, I like maybe it was over for me. He dropped a big leg on me in the SummerSlam match, and he just a little bit heavy with it, and I was kind of dazed for a couple minutes in that match. I never, I don't ever shared that before, but I was kind of dazed. Wow. When he landed on my head with the big leg. But he was always so safe and so good. That was the only time I ever got dinged with him in the ring. But he was so big, he obviously didn't do it on purpose. But he started right, a scale right. one time for us in Germany. Uh, at, at a, It was like a trucking scale in an airport by the baggage claim. We all got in there one time <laughs> late at night. No. It was just us wrestlers at the baggage claim on a late flight traveling in Germany. And we were all having fun jump on the scale because a lot of big guys, Bam Bam, Bigelow was four. 400 plus, and so we were all jumping on the scale. Yoko was off in the corner and didn't want to get out. We all started doing a Yoko chant, short for Yokozuna. And he finally yeah. got up and got on the scale 627 pounds. Ooh. Oh my God. That's a big Oh my one. God. Yeah. 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 But he could move. I mean, I mean when he came out, we called, <laughs> he was him so the light. we called him the showstopper. No one wanted to follow right. Yoko. Because when he walked through the ring to his music with Mr. Fuji, the, the night was over. He was the main event. We called him the showstopper. That was that's, that's fascinating. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howard, you had a question for Lex. Yeah, um, and we just went over your favorite um, opponent. Who would you consider your toughest opponent? Maybe worked the stiffest with you in your career. Stan Hansen. <laughs> I couldn't even get him to that. He spun that bell around. He took his glasses off in the back. I love Stan. Great guy. Oh. Uh, I mean, one of the most famous wrestlers ever in Japan. He's like a, uh, he's like a, uh, almost like a, a god with a little G over in Japan, Stan Hansen. And um, he, uh, but when I worked with him, he'd swing that bell around when I come to get in the ring, and it was it was jagged and it could get gash you up. You couldn't even get in the ring. And man, he with those glass stuff, he was. I would ask anybody, he was almost blind as a bat. So he was de- kind of dangerous to work with because he couldn't see. He's a big, strong, aggressive guy. So that was not he was he was challenged to work with. I went to work and no one was It wasn't my favorite favorite night to go to work. Wow. Yeah. No. That that doesn't sound easy. Uh, what a contrast no. for sure. I'm, I'm sure. Um, you, you mentioned Yokozuna and the SummerSlam match. I think for a lot of fans, um, there was an expectation that you were going to win the WWF title at some point. And I think maybe a little bit of disappointment as well. Was that something that you kind of expected that just never panned out, or was that just you were just counting your blessings just to just to see what happened? Never was promised. I would have loved to stay the narcissist longer, personally. I, I was having really? fun with that. Okay. I love that. So quick. Yeah. yeah, we switched me so quick to mirrors. Oh, my gosh, it was tailor-made for me especially back then, and fit uh, my personality. But when he switched me to the like red, red, white, and blue, stars and stripes forever kind of guy, I thought that was just going to be for the SummerSlam, but he wanted me to, like, stay with it long term. His, his intention, I think, was if, and he never promised it to me, if uh, he was going to put it on me. Madison Square Garden is a very special place for Vince. Always has been, always mm-hmm. will be. It's like the measuring stick for him. He always stood at the curtain, a special curtain, and we could watch all the matches at the garden. He stood there the whole night, all the time. Because he goes, I goes, man, this is my – I gauge my, my guys when they come to the ring, the crowd response, the new guys, the guys are 
have been over because I, I, I gauge the crowd response. Is there a buzz in the air when they come out? Because my dad always did it. I do it too. So um, the garden is a really special part of Vince. He goes, you know, if, I want, if I'm going to put the title on you. In retrospect, I, I had never talked to Vince about this, but in retrospect, a lot of people are way more knowledgeable. He said, you know, you had such a big buildup for SummerSlam and some momentum with crowds at the appearances and everything, big lines everywhere. He goes, you probably should have won it that night because the balloons out of the ceiling when you didn't really win was kind of like they let the air out of the tire on the bus kind of. And he said, yeah. if you'd won it, if you'd won it, come through as a baby face, even if Yoko at the following night, at Monday Night Raw or whatever, they healed on you, took it back, and you chased until WrestleMania 10 in the Garden. Um, that They felt like you probably should have won that night. That's going for people who don't know way more than I do about wrestling. You should have come through that night, and then they could have got some heat getting it off you and then had the rematch like at WrestleMania 10. And this really is this attention really I felt was like, if I'm going to put it on you, I want it to be special because we got along so well personally. He wanted to put it on me at WrestleMania 10 if that's the way he was going to go. Now, things changed over time. Between SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I did win it. And WrestleMania, the three-way, uh, Brett was thinking about retiring. I think Brett would like to have another run. I never talked to Brett about this, but that kind of played into things, I think. Brett was a great champion at the time. Uh, the economy wasn't going that well. He knew we could depend on Brett to have a great match every night. So it went with Brett, and I had no hard feelings. I didn't feel like I'd been promised anything because I hadn't been. So I, I was just, right, right. like you said, half thrilled to be in the mix for the world title and being a main event guy. It, it's weird how, like, sometimes stories come out, and there doesn't seem to be any basis to them whatsoever. And what, one yeah. of like, the, almost what? like an urban it's legend is related to you. And wrestling? Are you kidding? I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, it, it's like it's not real journalism or something, you know? Oh, uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, okay, I, I hear stories about them. you. I heard one rumor. Right. Listen, I heard one rumor yeah. for WrestleMania that I was in a bar, which my family That's was it. in town for WrestleMania. I was like on the other, I was in Connecticut the whole weekend. I just I was in a bar in my first media and was drunk and, and blurted out that it's a finish and I was going to win the, the title. But, I mean, there's no – I mean, that's so ridiculous. But, hey, take a life of their own. They, they'll stick that on your Wikipedia and it, and it becomes fact, you know? It does. I right. laugh when I heard that. I, yeah. My whole family laughed. They go, oh, my gosh, we're in Connecticut with you all weekend. That's insane. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That go is funny. Figure, uh, yeah. One of the what- – <laughs> One of the listeners wants to know um, if you have any, like, really fun memories from your time with the Horsemen. And I'm sure you could do a whole show just on that. But anything oh, kind of stand other, out for you? Well, just, I mean, I had a blast hanging out with the nature and the Horsemen, kidding me, limos and limo, limo riding, jet flying, private jets. I mean, who does Man, a new guy in the business. Who who would who wouldn't love that? My gosh, it was awesome. We had a blast. Uh felt like I didn't sleep for almost two years. But um <laughs> the most memorable part for me was to be a part of that group at that stage of my career. Arn and Tony yeah. would come work with me. Uh and, and the ring uh back in Charlotte, uh, to bring me along because I was only been wrestling for a little over a year and 
just to be exposed to the psychology car and the limo on the plane uh, soaking in uh, those guys. There's not just their stories, funny, funny stories and stuff about wrestling, but just ring psychology and strategy and all of that was just, man, I was like, a, I was like a sponge. Um, it, it was, it was uh, a great experience. Yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Quite the opportunity. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Kathy, you had one. I just wanted to ask them, when you, which did you prefer playing? Canadian football, NFL, or USFL? <laughs> oh, I probably had the most fun in the USFL because that league back then, not the one they have out there now, I don't know, firsthand, but I had two funnest ball coaches, head coaches, and Coach Steve Spurrier, yeah. who was a blast to play for, wide open offense. We we outdrew the, the NFL team there in Tampa. And then I got traded to the Memphis Showboys. We had a guy named Pepper Rogers. He was just a, one of the funnest guys to play for. He caught, it was real hot out in the summer. He'd start practicing yeah. calls together the next drill, and he'd tell us all, hey, guys, it's awful hot here. Why don't we just – Take it in on the way back to the locker room. We'd all jump up and down, run, back, start sprinting back towards the locker room. It'd be like ninety something degrees with ninety percent humidity in Memphis in the summer, and he'd have like cold beverages and beer and barbecue waiting for us outside the door of the locker room. He was just one of those guys that was just a coach you want to run through a brick wall for. So I, I guess that's a great question. I, I thinking back to the USFL, that was a lot of fun back then, at the, at the end and, of my re, uh, football career before I got into wrestling. And you played with uh, Reggie White in Memphis, right? I did, the man. Wow. I practiced wow. Reggie every day. That wasn't fun because Reggie was full low all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how how much different do you think? The Alouettes, right? What's that? In Canadian with the Alouettes. Three years, yeah. I remember wow. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. How much different do you think time. your career would have turned out? Like, if you hadn't gotten hurt, how much different? Like, would you have even jumped into wrestling at some point, do you think? Or would it just been football probably all not. the way? I probably would have played football wow. in my 30s and would have retired a football player. Probably. Wow. I have, you know, come to think. If I have to think about it. Because at the time, I yeah. didn't really aspire to be a wrestler. So, that kind of came up, came up on me uh, all of a sudden down when I was in Tampa. Hmm. Hmm. I got, I got a quick question. Take us through just briefly your return at the Mall of America, maybe the hour leading up to you coming out in front of the camera. Like, what, what were you feeling? Wow. What was going through your mind at the time? Um, I was pretty relaxed. I didn't have to wrestle. I was in street clothes. They, they brought me in the other side of the mall. I was at, uh, secretly, far side. They didn't want to tell any of the boys that I was going to be there. They wanted to be a total secret surprise. Um, they brought me into town uh, that I didn't fly, uh, fly in where anybody could have seen me, and they hid me at a hotel on the other side of town. They brought me to the far side of the mall. They did not walk. They had me in a room all by myself and the, on the other side of the mall in the back room. Where they walked me through the back hallways of the mall down to the position, we always call it the gorilla position, where I walked out to the ring when Sting and Blair in the ring side of the match. They walked me out to the uh, 
Real just in about two minutes before I walked out on TV, you've seen the boys' faces. Their jaws dropped. Kurt Henning was standing there, Mr. Perfect. He's like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? I mean, all the boys were flabbergasted. Now, Sting knew. And I think Hogan yeah. might have known. I, I don't think Flair knew. That would be a good question for Rick. But um, <laughs> it was all, virtually nobody knew. Well, it was a very well kept it was a it was a big surprise. Yeah. They had to pull me off the tape and, and WWE. Yeah. I was on their shows. They had to pull me out of their shows. Right. Production, post production. Now, now I, I'm I just curious because obviously before against I, I know a house show two nights before in Canada against uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Now that's wild. Now was there any reluctance just because of the kind of secretive nature of the way it all went down? Like, as far as, like, WWF goes. It was awful for me, even back then, the kind of guy I was back then. Um, I I had always had a Vince welcoming to his home. And we worked to work out together, and um, we had a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the stipulation with Eric was because he wanted to start the wars off and surprises, and he, he I couldn't give a notice. So when I walked out on TV, that's when Vince found I was leaving. And, and really, the make a long story. Vince and I were still talking about me re-signing and a new two- or three-year deal. And uh, for him to see me walk out on TV, it was kind of heartbreaking. I, I knew he was I, – I heard he was like, wow, really? Like he had a lot of guys who disappointed him or let him down or, or betrayed him, but I guess he, he really took it personally with me. And I, I felt – I did – even back then, I felt really bad about it, but that was – the stipulation, I decide, kind of like, okay, my family, my future, um, I don't want to go this way or that way. It is a business, and I, I kind of waited out. Uh, now, if I was, I would like to think if I'm the person I am now, I never would have went uh, without giving him a two-week notice. I would have told Eric that I'll come, but I, I can't leave without giving my notice. So um, it would have been totally different. I think if I was the person I am now, I think uh, – uh, I would have handled with a little more character and integrity. Um, so it, it's, it's, I guess it's a good ever regret. That's a regret I do have. I, I wish I could have left differently, but I wasn't given the – felt like I was given – well, I had a choice. I could have said, no, I won't, I won't go unless I can get my notice. But uh, Eric would have pulled the deal, I would think. So that's that. Oh, go ahead, Howard. Let's take, take us back to 1985, you beating Wahoo McDaniel, for, I believe, for the Florida heavyweight title. Did you have any, I guess, idea about who Wahoo was? I know you're still, you know, young in the business. Did you, did you realize how, how big that was so early in your career? I didn't know how big it would be for my career, but I knew it was a big deal because uh, Wahoo was an ex-NFLer and played golf with Lee Trevino and hung out with him. Like a who's who, like a, if there was social media right now, if you'd seen who Wahoo would hang out with in his career in football and and we played golf with stuff like that. I mean, he's he was like a cultural icon, and uh, for him to put me over like that just a few months into my career with the biggest title down there was huge for my career. But I no, I don't think I really grasped how big it was that it was Wahoo was the guy. He was the booker. He could have said no. Uh, he talked to Matt Suda, and uh, they talked it out and thought uh, it was the thing to do. So, wow. 
That's interesting. It really is. Um, from the past to the present, uh, do you do you actively watch wrestling today? Uh, because I had a question related to that. I do. I enjoy it. I'm a fan now. I, uh, okay. I, I okay. Keep up. I, I keep up with a lot of the guys in the shows. Absolutely. And I know I work. Is there any? Them, so I, when I go to appearances and things, you want to, people ask you questions about the current guys, and you want to see what they do, what what's going on. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You want yeah, no, that's great. for the fans. And I've become sure. a fan. I've gone from wrestling for making the money to now I'm a wrestling fan. I love it. That's fantastic. Is there anybody, if you could, get in the ring one last time, is there anybody on the roster that you would kind of say, man, like, I'd love to mix it up with them? Man, there's so many great performers. But I always lean towards who I was back then, the power guys like like Brock Lesnar or um, or Randy Orton. Guys like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, that'd I'd be, be leaning towards something like that. If I had to think that'd, that'd so many really good cool. ones. I mean, I, I, there's so many great ones now out there. You know, I, I think I can go through a whole list, but those are two that pop in my brain right off the top of my head right now as we, as we talk. I'm a big Orton fan. Big Orton fan. Yeah, I feel like in the last 10 years, he's really starting to get the appreciation not just from the fans, but, you know, from, from everybody, it seems like. He's kind of constantly listed as, like, one of the greats, you know. Future Hall of Famer, really. Um, oh, my but, gosh. That's, that's, he he has, I think he's the best yeah. blend of old-school, old-style wrestling with new style. Sure, sure. And you see so much of, like, his dad, too, and what he does, but it's, like, to mm-hmm. the next level. Um, now speaking, speaking of the hall of fame, I, I, I'd be a bad journalist if I didn't ask you, do you think there's a chance we're going to get to see Lex Luger in the hall of fame at some point? Hey, there's always a chance. I'm an East coast guy, Billy next year. I mean, that'd be great. Wouldn't it? Ah, I love it. I'll be there in person. I'm an East coast guy. Yes. Philadelphia, Lex. Philadelphia. Yeah. Kathy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that'd be all. That'd be what an honor. That'd be great. It doesn't have to be. I would love it. I'm very hopeful that uh, one day I'll get the call. Sarah, it'd be awesome. You definitely deserve it, Lex. I, I mean, you, you've well, thank been. You, man. I appreciate. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Now, I, uh, beyond covering this stuff and talking about it ad nauseum, um, I'm a fan. You know, we're all fans, and and so oh, it yeah, really does. Like, it makes us feel great to uh, to hear from you and to hear that everything is going so well. Uh, Lex, if people want to follow you online, I know you have your uh, your Twitter. Is there anywhere where people can kind of go and keep up with you still? That's it, man. That's my only social media. I try to. I don't. I'm not on Facebook or Instagram or anything. Okay. Genuine Lex Luger. Yeah. All right. Uh, try to keep a positive vibe out there, and that's it. Man. Well, I I love it, and I'm a fan. Like I said, thank you so much for the time tonight. You've just been great. I don't know who's, uh, you, who's watching dishes. I got I got one <laughs> one parting question, if you will, maybe uh, on yes, the sir. way out. Who dethrones Roman Reigns? Oh wow, that's the million dollar, multi million dollar question, isn't it, man? Yeah. I I wish it was you, Lex. I know. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was probably going to be Cody, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I think the thrill is in the chase there. I, but they, they threw the floor on that one. 
<laughs> well, if they got you, imagine how many other people they got. Uh, Lex, thank you so much they, for the time tonight. I almost tonight. thought really they gave him a SummerSlam treatment from 93. <laughs> the big bill. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe, they'll, maybe they'll do the Cody Express. Oh, my gosh. Celebrate a count-out uh, win, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just having fun. No, Lex, thank you so much for the time. I know we said a half an hour at most, and uh, it went so fast I can't even wrap my head around it. But you've been great. Hey, time flies when we're having fun, right? Absolutely. All the best, yeah. man. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to the next time. Thanks, my friend. All right. Take care. Thank All you. right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And that was the total package Lex Luger. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here for this evening, but thank you so much for checking out this episode of In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Take care.